This episode was brought to you from our newest podcast client, Miss Danielle Valines and Growing a Now Generation. You can go to growinganowgeneration.com. Thank you, Danielle, for being a part of the team. Hello, everybody. This is Sean Barksdale, and this is 10 Minutes of Truth. If you'd like to become a sponsor or advertise on 10 Minutes of Truth Podcast, contact me, Sean Barksdale. You can reach me at 434-446-6633 or shoot me a text. Or you can reach us at 10minutesoftruth.com. And remember, we'll always provide a platform for your truth on the 10 Minutes of Truth Podcast. What's your truth? When you speak about a survivor, you think about our next guest. This young man has survived many different arenas in his life, uh, from foster care to prison and now... Uh, being an entrepreneur, help me welcome a long-term friend and my brother, Brandon Brown. How you doing, brother? How you doing? Uh, man, I'm good, man. I'm real good, man. You know what I'm saying? It's good to see you here. It's been a while. We ain't seen each other since the fight, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I think I was telling you they got another joint coming up uh 26. Okay, okay. Yeah, I definitely want to check it out. Yeah, absolutely. So, everybody, I want y'all to um understand, first and foremost, uh, uh authenticated and rich history man that me and uh <laughs> i call it little b you know what i'm saying that we have uh we met back in what 2010 11 it might have been yeah about 2009 10 something like part, that yes. you know what i'm saying we met in prison um i'm gonna tell you i i was thinking about this earlier today right i was like um i remember when i first saw you you came in right and i think you stayed in the same cell the whole time right the whole time we was there but just about but i remember you came in and uh evidently you had took a shower or something and you was locked out of your cell or something and you was downstairs in the day room and i was like okay dude got a certain type of confidence about him because he out this joint and showers you <laughs> you know and you was cooling though you was cooling and i was like okay well so you've been bitten you know because you size yeah. people up quick yeah, you know yeah, what i'm right, saying and i was like all right you know and we just jailed off the top especially being muslim so on and so forth man and you know and y'all he really really uh he taught me a lot about boxing uh that that skill set and the science of it and you know just a lot about technology and and even music because he's younger how are you i'm 34 i just turned 34 in december so you was around 20 um, i was 23 24 yeah 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 he was a younger <laughs> version of you know what i'm saying so we really jail man and whatnot and um today we want y'all to understand what we're presenting to you from uh, the 10 Minutes of Truth podcast is um, I was watching a movie and it was on a young lady who had went into uh, foster care, right? And long story short, because of what she went through, she had a very great life that was presented to her. And so it just made me start thinking like, yo, I want to do a podcast on you know, uh, group homes and foster care. And I said, yo, ah, you know what I'm saying? I remember him telling me about what he went through. So um, let's set it off, bro. Yo, you know, give us, give the people um, your life, man. You know, let's talk about the early years first off, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, well, basically I was, um, I was raised with my grandparents. My mother had a drug problem at a, at a young age in my life. So, my grandparents kind of swooped in and took over. Um, me and my mother really didn't have a good relationship until I went to prison. But um, my grandma died in around like 96. Ended up staying with my grandfather for the, until 
so I went to prison pretty much, so I got my own crib or whatever. But um, he just died recently. But in and out of group homes, foster homes once or twice, prison, jail, every detention center in Virginia. Mm. So, but um, like I said, everything that I've been through made me who I am today. Absolutely, so. absolutely, absolutely. And we're gonna we're gonna delve into um, a few things um, because what we always want to do and present is hopefully to be a hope and an inspiration to a child that may be uh, in the system or going through the system. Um, even us as adults, we have, you know, certain syndromes and PTSD from things that we went through and we didn't have the platforms like we do now yeah. to be able to speak about it or even know what it was that we went through. We just knew we was going through. Indeed. You know what I'm saying? So this is what this is what this platform is designed and built for, man, to just get, you know, the information out. Let people know you're not alone and that you go through things and that, you, you know, you have people that um that have the same similar story. Because I was listening to a podcast last night and it was like uh, everybody got a story. Exactly. Everybody got a story. So uh, early on, um, behavior wise, you know what I'm saying? What type of behavior you had young? Oh, man, I was off the wall. Like I couldn't sit still. It was just basically things that I look at now as things that a five, six, seven, eight, right. nine, ten year old would do. Right. But I might have took some things to the limit. Um right. it was just a, I was real aggressive, combative, things of that nature. And being that I was raised by my grandparents, they wasn't really right. as energetic right. as a younger uh, couple may have been to take care of me. So first thing they did was boom, put me to take me to the the place that the people talk to them, try to get right. me on medicine, try to get me on this and that. Right. And it just kind of snowballed from one thing to the other. Mm. Getting kicked out of school and this, that, and the third. But it was just like it was. Ma it was mainly my aggression. Right. It was mainly my aggression. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 And uh, and that that's something I thought about earlier today too. As far as and we'll talk about that as far as like boxing, how you got into boxing and things of that nature. Um, but yeah, I, I can understand that, and I know for myself, I'm more of a passive individual, a passive aggressive type individual. You know what I'm saying? My mother's very passive, my father's aggressive, and me not having my father around, I, it was a void missing. Okay. You know what I'm saying? We we had a voice. Uh, you know, you sharing that same um. That story, you know, and I want you to tell that story, but it'd it be a void for us. Yeah. And we don't know at the time because you're young. And like you said, they want to medicate us because we just acting how we know to act. Like a kid. Child. A kid act, exactly, you know, because exactly. my son is off the wall, <laughs> bro. Like, my daughter's not like that. But guys, the, the boys are different. From they the, full of energy. That's why I don't, I, me personally, I don't agree with psychotropic medicine. Right. That's a whole Right. And I remember you saying that. And that, absolutely, man. So, you know, um, tell the story with your father, man. What's up with that? All right. So, um, like I say, I'm 34. I, I don't know him. My mother know who he is. I don't have any pictures, anything like that. But it's just a situation. Just I look at it as unresolved, like one of those cold case situations. Mm, but um, mm. and that seemed like that uh, that 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 causes resentment, man. It I I can't say I learned to. I never got over. It. I just learned to live with it. They say you don't learn to get over your demons. You learn to live with them. So Absolutely. that's just something I get better with with right. time as I have my own relationships. You know what I'm saying? Right. And things of that nature. And right. see, I'm not giving them any excuse. But as I get older, something makes me want to sit down and talk. Versus then when I was like 16, 17, I used to be like, if I see them, I'm gonna just dive on them. But right, 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 right. So now I want to see. Like, now I'm, I'm more inquisitive. Yeah. Now I want right, to talk to them right, and see what type of things. Yeah, and then what. 
what was your thought process? And I, I actually I just want to break him down so I can see like what pieces of me are in him or vice right, versa. You know, right, but, right, um, right. And that, that that was big for me too. That's uh, one of the next episodes is going to be coming up. Is that conversation with me and my father? Okay, okay. You know, and like you say, it's still not a healthy relationship, but it's a relationship. Yeah. So I can understand from your point of view, like I want some type of that's one of those situations know. that I go with with my brother because we have different fathers and I try to tell him that um, his father died of cancer in 2003 oh wow and I tell him it's better is it better to have had and lost or to never had at all uh, so I, uh, he try to get sad and depressed which everybody did with everything different but I right. try to give him that little piece of knowledge right right absolutely man so um so uh Moving into that that group home type of situation, right? I know that uh, your grandmother passed away, right? And um, let the people let, tell me a little bit about that situation with your your uh, your grandfather and your grandmother. Okay. Um, well, like I, he been there since as far as I can remember. Right. You know, since my mama was still living with her mama, okay, and, right. and she had me at nineteen. So. Um, he was he was a working man. He always worked worked for the railroad. He did what he was supposed to do. You know he was he was a good man from the outside looking right. in. You know what right. I mean. And as you get older, you get to know who he is. People would say he mean, but he just got a heart. You know how he wasn't the man who was right. raised in the fifties, sixties. They had different right. type of they had different Absolutely. breed. But um, he was a good man. Like I say, when my grandma died, um, but he it, really wasn't your like your biological yeah, yeah, no, not at all not at all my, my biological granddad we cool to this day we still talk to, we, we sit down and chop it up but he wasn't my biological he was my mother's my grandmother's second husband mm. so he was through marriage but I'm, I'm, he came through in the clutch like like Steph Curry because in like 95 90, 96 before my grandmother passed and it was they, they needed somewhere to place me I was already in a placement and they didn't have nowhere for me to go so if he wouldn't have stepped up because by law she had custody of me right. he could have denied it and let me just go into the system mm. and slide away because my mama was in no condition to take care of me at the time. But he stepped up, and because of him, I was able to come back to go back to my hometown of Roanoke, Virginia, and be around my family members at the time and try to build upon something versus being thrown in a whole other lifestyle. This episode was brought to you from our newest podcast client, Miss Danielle Valines, and Growing a Now Generation. You can go to GrowingAnowGeneration.com. Thank you, Danielle, for being a part of the team. If you'd like to become a sponsor or advertise on 10 Minutes of Truth Podcast, contact me, Sean Barksdale. You can reach me at 434-446-6633 or shoot me a text. Or you can reach us at 10minutesoftruth.com. And remember, we'll always provide a platform for your truth on the 10 Minutes of Truth Podcast. What's your truth?